Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter and with me this time is... It's me, Matt. It's always Matt. It's always uh, me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know what we're talking about today. <laughs> I just realized that Matt had some things to talk about. Um, I one did. Thing, one thing, I guess, uh, is Strange New Worlds ended and I have yeah. watched all of it. Um, you seen it all? I, yeah, yeah, I watched it all. Um, that last episode... Oh, I was so excited. Um, and then the next season cannot come fast enough. Uh, I don't know. If you want to just jump into talking about this, that's fine. Yeah, but, let's uh, talk about it. It was on my list. Okay, so, yeah, second season, uh, first of all, I don't know, it, like, just as a, a whole, I feel like this is the first Star Trek I've ever seen where the crew meshes immediately. Like, that, the first season even was good. Um at least in my opinion, I guess it was. But um, the second season was, I, I don't know if I'd say it was better or worse. It was just as good as the first. Um, and they did a really good job, I guess, of, of really expanding on, especially some of the side characters uh, that were more fun. And I'm glad that they did like the doctor, uh, uh, the ner- uh, nurse chapel. Yeah. Um, and, and they've moved Spock in the direction that I appreciate. Uh, yeah. Spock's I don't know. a weird one in this show. He is. Uh, and I don't know. I guess spoilers moving forward. Yeah, uh, we went to uh, the last episode that we talked about, because we did talk about this last time. I think we were up to episode six, the uh, sure. horror episode with uh, the ghost hammer that showed up and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I like that. And uh, the next episode that came out was the uh, the TOS episode, those old scientists with the lower decks uh, crossover. <laughs> oh, that was a that was a great episode. Uh, it really so, was. It's the best uh, episode of Star Trek I think I've ever seen. I, I'm going to be that bold and say that it was a solid episode. Uh, and I, I don't I would almost argue that the musical is the best episode I've ever seen. Yeah, we'll talk about that uh, one soon. <laughs> but uh, but no, just getting to see Boimler as a and now that, that's the voice actor Boimler and uh, Mariner. Jack Mariner? Quaid. Jack Quaid is the physical version of Boimler, which was great. And yeah, yes, he looks just like Boimler. I mean, him and uh, is, is her name Mariner? That doesn't sound uh, right. Uh, Beckett Mariner. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was funny that she has uh, the same name as my son. Uh, <laughs> beckett but uh but no yeah even she looks like her character because she's yes. the voice actress as well um and i just thought it was great that they kept boimler's uh purple hair um and <laughs> it's he, one I, of those things that i never really pay attention to when i watch the cartoon right because it's a cartoon you don't think hair. yeah it's kind of uh, like uh the show doug where everyone's different yeah. color and stuff like that and just don't pay attention to right and if they did doug verbatim live action it would look so silly oh. <laughs> um but no that that was such a good episode and the musical one was just amazing like Uh, i i I don't know we might have bought the the album for that episode because there is an album i have Uh, it on my uh youtube music list yeah i actually can say uh, uh okay the musical episode was an episode that i was very hesitant on I yeah. heard about it. I'm not someone who enjoys musicals too much. I don't mind them. But mm-hmm. when I heard that they were going to do a musical, I was very hesitant. I didn't know how I'd feel. The day it came out, I forgot about it. And then that night, I uh, I was like, oh, Strange New Worlds came out. Oh, it's the musical. Well, I should probably watch it. And... I was smiling from ear to ear the whole time. I absolutely loved it. I thought it yeah. was it was perfect. Yeah, I think legitimately we legitimately 
perfect. It was. And uh, we had we were still kind of catching up because we started the first season when the second season started. Yes. Um, and so I think I was a couple weeks behind at that point. But my my wife just loved that episode. But she likes musicals for one thing. But like I was I was uh, I don't know. I, I usually think musicals are kind of hit and miss. But I, yeah. I was I was confident that they would figure out a way to make this good and not just be a, a musical for no reason. Um, and I thought it was clever the way that they yes. made it fit in. Um, I thought it was really good. I I was surprised by how great everyone is as a singer. Yeah, which except uh, Anson Mount. <laughs> Anson Mount. Uh, Pike. Yeah. He doesn't have a singing voice. Oh, Anson voice. Mount. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's not good at it. He doesn't uh, have a singing voice. He had the most minimal singing in the episode, I think, for obvious reasons. He didn't yeah. do bad. I was like, you could tell he does not have range. Yeah, I was almost wondering if the doctor, if that was a different voice or I, like, a different I think singer. That was him. All right. Well, he's good then. He I was, was very good. Everyone was good. Uh, the actress who plays Lon and Uhura. Right. They are both actual singers. Yeah, Lon, I just saw, has an album coming out, or just came out. She did wonderful. Yeah. Um, even even Kirk. This season won Kirk over for me, because I said <laughs> in the previous podcast yep. that I wasn't convinced by this guy. I thought he was really great. Yeah. But the true gem of Subspace Rhapsody was the Klingons. It was. Oh, that was so funny. The I Klingons actually get hailed to sing to, and they straight up break into pop stuff like in sync level yeah, backstreet yeah, yeah. boy level and they start singing. dancing it and like they're doing like choreography it's, and everything is so good and the way that they referenced it like it's like are you the source of this dishonor <laughs> or something like that it was so mm-hmm. funny uh, their entire so- segment is talking about killing the crew of the enterprise <laughs> yeah oh that was so good um wonderful yeah. i loved it uh yeah i it, it, and it was kind of funny this season i feel like yeah they kind of like they went from like having pretty dark episodes like the one with uhura seeing the ghosts of um yes of hemmer and and then the reason being like that they were killing these like aliens that lived in the dilithium yeah uh, nebula and then like and that was pretty dark and um and then yeah and then going into having like these two really fun episodes and then that last episode like just kind of coming to a head with the the gorn again yeah um, which is funny because like i kind of forgot about the gorn like we hadn't had an episode with them in kind of yeah, a while they, they only got mentioned in the in the premiere episode as yeah thing and well before they get to the finale there is an episode because sure. like out of this whole show eight episodes of it i really liked sure. i, I love eight episodes of it i loved Nine episodes I really liked. Mm-hmm. One episode I did not like at all. What's the episode you didn't like? I didn't like the flashback uh, episode with Chapel and Mbenga during the Klingon War. <sighs> yeah, that was I a didn't dark like that episode. episode. I didn't like the story. I thought it was kind of. I didn't think it was very good. Um, I thought it was kind of out of character for some people just to be so hated toward Klingons, even with yeah. this war, because this is supposed to be Star Trek and everyone else is is understanding what they're now trying to do with peace yeah Um, one problem that i have with the episode was is i had to put it on subtitles because i had a very hard time understanding mbenga yeah he has a pretty thick accent and it was he has a very thick accent and i don't want to begrudge the actor that's his accent accent, but he's very soft-spoken 
Yeah, yeah. And, and he, I had a hard time with a lot of his dialogue scenes in the last like 15, 20 minutes to a point where I was rewinding it and rewinding it and I still couldn't do it. I had my volume up and I still could not understand that poor man. So I had to put <laughs> subtitles on to understand him. Yeah. And I also just didn't think the story be with him and that Klingon was just very good. Yeah, it, I it, it was a little confusing, too, because like it was because uh, the Klingon is, is yeah telling a story that was an ambassador. True. But he was a, a war. He was a general during the Klingon war. And he's a war their, his he reputation is he slaughtered all of his troops as well yeah. as civilians and Starfleet soldiers. And he's he's known for it. He's he's taken credit for switching sides to Starfleet after during the war. And he's known for killing all of his command staff. But yeah. It's revealed Mbenga did it. Yeah, like, yeah, and so then, yeah, because uh, the question that Mbenga, like, he asks him, like, who fought the hardest? Uh, and yeah. it, it seemed like a weird question at the time, and I get why, I mean... He and they were just him, saying the names casually, and I'm going, who? Yeah, like, they weren't famous Klingons or anything. And then Mbenga, then later Mbenga reveals, like, no, like, and I don't remember the name, like, like so-and-so fought the hardest uh, yeah. as you ran. And so, the, and that was the reveal that Mbenga was the the butcher of whatever the planet was. That they're on, the yeah, planet. he he took like he took like like steroid meth, which was re, uh, introduced in the first episode with Chapel, which I yeah. did not like when they showed that because I'm like, what is this? And then pay it off eight episodes later, and I still yeah. go, I don't like this. Yeah, it's and, like some like venom serum. Yeah, they just steroids. become super powered essentially, yeah. and. Uh, but like Starfleet, uh, even during the war, didn't use it. Like and, no, yeah. like the Black Ops, like Section 38, 31? 30, 31 wanted it. I, yeah. I I'm gonna go on a whim and say that had to be like a Section thirty one officer, and yeah, I was asking him for the serum and stuff, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just you, yeah, I I liked the stuff in the in the mil in like the temporary military hospital. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. I thought, yeah, I thought that stuff was really good, uh, but then the stuff in the present, and I had like one of my favorite characters, and I said this in the last time we talked about was uh, Lieutenant Ortega. Yeah, I really like that character a lot. Mm-hmm. I they did this in the finale of the first season with Romulans, and they did in yeah. this where if we want someone to kind of be racist toward an alien, we're going to give it to Ortega. And yeah, I, I like that. I really don't like it because she's such a goofy, fun character. And then when the story needs it, she's the angry kind of xenophobic against certain species. And I'm like, OK, like, why just, would you have gotten into the Starfleet? War, but you're kind of guy. you guys used this with her last season and I didn't like it then and I don't like it now. Yeah, like it, it feels weird that she'd be in Starfleet. And I think they're trying to play it off like that. She's a veteran of the Klingon War. Yeah. And so she's just going to be very like sweeping and stereotypical of these angry aliens, Um, which the 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 Vulcan, not the Vulcans, the Romulans are that way, too. The Klingons are that way. I mean, just angry by nature, it seems like. Uh, And so, like, it just seems like poor writing to make it. It did. It kind of made me realize, oh, yeah, these are the guys who created Picard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was giving me flashbacks of that in some in some spots in this area. That's the only episode I did not lie. I didn't like. Yeah. I yeah, liked yeah. the other nine and I loved eight of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the ep- the episode that I didn't love was probably the finale. I did really enjoy it. 
Yeah. I didn't like how it ended with everybody who's not a TOS member being captured by the Gorn. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I mean, I have. Oh, well, I know not everyone dies because Kirk's brother, Sam, is with them as well, captured. So it's like, okay, this just seems kind of lazy that you put all non-TOS characters as the captured to this species that will literally infect you and make you into face hugger, into chest bursters. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, well, I'm betting they did that on purpose, like to make it feel like maybe this is the end because they're the only characters they can do that with. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, doing it with literally all of them is a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. And I mean, the ones that hit me the most was Lon and Ortega's being Mm -hmm. captured. Um, Yeah. Embega, not so much. I love that character, but you know what? This episode also introduced Scotty. Eventually, we got to get yep. to... Uh, we got to get, get Bones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that I, I don't... I try not to think about, like, when they're going to bring McCoy in, because like, yeah. that means we get rid of Embega, and I like Embega. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but although, oh. I, I... And you know what? I, I said it. They introduced Scotty. Yeah. Dude's really channeling uh, Simon Pegg Scotty, but really fun, likable Scotty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did feel Simon Pegg-ish, I suppose. I mean, I just take that as a young Scotsman, I suppose, I guess. I don't know. But he was a fun guy. I liked the way, like, they made him a little, like, kind of bumbling, but very confident and and able to do what he wants. Uh, or, like, Best he, he student, gets it done. worst grades. Yeah, the, oh, I love that line. <laughs> Yeah, she's the uh, like the chief she was of engineering for uh, on the Enterprise right now is the professor of engineering at Starfleet. Yeah. And Scotty was one of her students and she calls Scotty my best student with the worst grades. Yeah. Well, and I love it whenever she's in a scene with uh, number one or with Una because uh, she's like, you would have gotten good grades if you had ideas like that back in the, in my class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like kind of like making fun of her all the time. Uh, yeah. And I, yeah. And I, I said it when we talked about last time. But yeah, the season's done. I loved Carol Kane as Pelia. And yeah. uh, I love that character. I was not sure. Like I said, I've seen Carol Kane and other stuff. I find her to be like she's a good actress. She plays the annoying character in a lot of her in a lot of her youth. Yeah, but, and well, that's why I was hesitant. And she's but most she known was, as um, uh, Miracle Max's wife. I'm yeah. not a witch. I'm your wife. Yeah, she, yeah. And she's uh, she did a great job. Like everyone in yeah. the show is really great. And I did like the final episode a lot. It just didn't. Mm-hmm. It just didn't. It wasn't like the peak episode of the season for me. Oh no 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 no. It it uh it was not. You're right. I, I like how it introduced. How I like how they introduced Scotty. Um, and I thought they did a good job. Like this episode, I guess was good just because of that. Like, I'm glad they didn't just bring him on, but like that, that he, like he was on the run from the Gorn and then he crashed, happened to crash land on the moon or planet, yeah. uh, where they're going to invade. And so like, he's just in a sticky situation and he's making the best of it as he can and like inventing crazy things to help people. Um, and then, yeah, and then getting out of it and being on the Enterprise. And so I assume that he's going to be the engineer next season. Yeah, uh, I would think so. I hope that they don't k- kill off uh, what's her name uh, and that she just goes back to the, you know, back to teaching or something. Oh, yeah. But she I hope the they same... don't kill Captain Battle off. Yeah, well, I, I'm assuming they're going to like, put her in uh, stasis. The well, she's in stasis. Her, 
she's infected, but they said they can do it. But then they put a force field on her and I guess the force field started flickering. I mean, my reaction was put her in a transport buffer. Yeah, that's exactly what I was like. Why did they why did they take just keep her in the transporter like you do with everyone else? (laughs) I want to say I think I I mentioned that to Travis, our friend, and I think he said the transporters were down at the time. But then again, Med Sickbay has their own transporter. Yeah, they do. Well, and they transported her on board. The the transporters weren't working because they the Gorn had a blocker. Yeah, and they just, I thought they, they the, said transporters were down at the very end. Oh, maybe maybe so. Maybe, but, yeah. but again, Sickbay has its own transporter system. Yeah, which was a plot point of an episode last season. So. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't know. For a fact, I, they do. I like that actress a lot. I ha- I watch. She's in the show Letter Kenny that I've talked about, where she plays oh, the exact yeah. opposite. Yeah, uh, that's uh, funny. I didn't recognize show. her from that. I've recognized her. Yeah, she plays Mrs. McMurray from Letter Kenny, okay. and I saw her in a movie last year that. I liked, but I don't remember her in it, which was mm. that hide and seek movie. Oh, was that good? That's really good. It's funny. Um, I think any movie with Adam uh, with what's his name um, was Adam Brody. Um, uh, am I thinking that right? Adrian Brody? No, I'm thinking. I think yeah, Adam Brody. Uh, he was uh, he was in Shazam as one of the the kid with crutches. He was his alter ego. Um, he was oh, in the yeah. show. He was in oh. the and stuff. He is a character actor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's in everything. I've uh, not actually seen this hide and seek thing. It, yeah, it's Samara weaving. It's all about um. Was she, John Reese and her fiance go to his family's house. And oh no, no, no. Okay, something different. They I'm looking at something else. Yeah, like they he goes to introduce his family to fiance, but then they do a ritual where they uh uh they try and kill her, but if she survives by dawn. They welcome her into the family. It's yeah. a whole movie, but it's a comedy. It's funny. It is uh, a comedy? Okay. I couldn't tell from the trailers. It looked interesting, but I just never bothered watching it. It's fun. And yeah, so uh, she's in that, and I mm. don't remember her in it, but I only watched the movie once, and I did like it. So Yeah. Um, but I, I, I liked... I mean, yeah, like I said, I even even Kirk won me over and I thought it was pretty clever how they put Kirk into this show where he is progressing to become a captain, but he has to shadow on another ship, which. And he's uh, the number he's the number one now on Battelle's ship or a different ship. uh, He was. uh, What'd you say? He's second in command. Is, Is it on Battelle's ship or is it a different ship? He's a lieutenant on the Farragut. Okay, what's Patel's ship? I thought she was the Farragut, no? She is the Cayuga. Cayuga, okay. Yeah, okay. the ship that got ripped to shit and yet somehow still had atmosphere controls. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the but, doors uh, close. <laughs> that is one thing I will say is that there is a character in the cast that I'm not super fond of. I don't hate, but uh, I don't love. And it, it's Chapel. Oh, you don't like Nurse Chapel? I don't dislike her i don't hate her but i don't love her i think she's a little yeah. too eccentric yeah i get that I, and I, I don't has i don't see the chemistry with her and spock yeah and i, I think i would like her better if they never did this the thing with her and spock um she's a character in the first episode of tos and yeah, played by that. major barrett and she's just essentially a background character yeah they're just yeah whatever and but I, I don't very 
she's very Zoomer like. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. in this, like she's very much like a Zoomer twenty year old, and I don't know, a little too energetic and stuff like that, I guess. And yeah. I'm still kind of confused on what she is because she's a nurse, but she's not Starfleet. Yeah, they explained that sort of in the first episode, but like it was really quick and I didn't catch what it was. was Like, okay, so she's not Starfleet, got it. Yeah, she's not a yeoman. (laughs) She's not a crew. She's a crewman, maybe, but she's a nurse and she's been a. I mean, I'm still a little kind of wonky on like, how old is this girl? Because she fought during the. She was she was active during the Klingon War, but the Klingon War did just end like a couple years ago. But regardless, uh, I did like I said, I did like that uh, the flashbacks of the Klingon War. Uh, in that triage, especially because mm-hmm. Clint Howard was there and he wasn't playing like a comic relief oof. He was yeah. like the chief medical officer of I, that triage. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I thought that was funny that he was in it. Yeah, he was. I mean, he's all over the place thanks to his brother and stuff, but he's yeah. got a long history in Star Trek. He uh, he was a child. He was a baby in TOS. He yeah, I he had a whole lot of TNG. Didn't he? he was in Enterprise as a Ferengi. Yeah, he'd be a good friend. Yeah, he was a good friend. He played like a dim-witted one. Yeah. Oh, was he like a main character? In no. Enterprise? Yeah. No, he just showed up in a guest episode. He was just a guest As the episode oh, okay. where the Ferengi uh, knock out the whole crew of the Enterprise and they yeah. try to the place. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, those are good episodes. Oh like yeah, that, I, like I said, that Frankie I, I mean, who I had the, the summer where I, I binged Enterprise for the first time and loved it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but those, yeah, that one, the, that one Ferengi who had like a chip on his shoulder against Picard, I liked. Those oh, episodes. Damon Bach. Yeah, is that's not the episode you're talking about? No, no, Enterprise, not TNG, but Enterprise. Oh, the show sorry, Enterprise sorry. with Scott Bakula. Gotcha. Sorry, I don't, I, I've not seen that, so I guess that's why I was thinking about the other one. I did say I think he showed up in TNG too, and then I said Enterprise. So no, I I am I may have just said it too quickly, but yeah, no, he he's got quite a long history. I mean, he was in Star Wars: The Solo Story, or Solo: A Star Wars Story. Was he? Who was he in that? He played the he played the, like the the dude uh, who was re- like in charge of the droid battle bots arena. Uh, right. On was uh, playing Sabak with Lando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh God, that movie. Not a bad movie, just not a great one. Yeah, I kind of want to rewatch it. Not the more I we talk do. about it, just it's on now. my list. <laughs> I think that would be a good Disney Plus show, is a, a the Young Adventures of Han Solo. Oh, that would be yeah. Certainly more than a Lando show. You could do a lot of dumb stuff with that, or interesting stuff. Yeah, Lando. I feel like they're just doing that because of the actor being like fame like popular no, if, they're, if they're still doing it that's the big question i don't know if they're yeah. still doing it or not like that's the biggest thing with uh i've kind of had to make acceptance with with especially with disney is they can announce everything as much as they want until i see until i read that filming is commencing i don't take it serious yeah this next star wars movie that's 15 years after episode 9 starring ray yeah okay i'll wait till oh I what uh, they announced it back in May on Star Wars. Uh, Daisy Ridley's coming back to play Rey, and it's going to be 15 hmm. years after Episode Nine, and she's like rebuilding the Jedi Order. And my reaction is, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe this for five seconds. I'll wait for filming to actually be reported. Yeah, I mean that sounds. I, I like Rey. That's fine with me, I guess. Yeah, I, I, uh, I mean 
it's like I said, it's like, okay, well, we'll see if it actually happens because that, um, because Dexter and I did a whole breakdown last, like, two years ago about all these Star Wars movies that were coming out, yeah. and they shit-canned almost all of them. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that, that uh, Rogue Squadron movie by uh, oh, Patty yeah. Jenkins. That's, After that's... Wonder Woman crashed and burned, I kind of think they canceled that one. Yeah, yeah, that thing's not happening. Stuff like Which, that. So. I feel like they're, you could make a good movie out of Rogue. Although Rogue Squadron sounds more like a TV show. I think it was going to be pretty much Top Gun, but in space. Yeah, I think that was the idea. And she made a comment, like, too, about how uh, I think her dad was in the Air Force. Yeah, she did and a so, whole like, video of her in, like, a, a jet and stuff like that. Yeah. And her like, background and stuff, and that's why they wanted her. Yeah, I mean, and so I, I feel like, you know, her heart would have been in it, I guess. But, you know, Wonder Woman 2 didn't sound great. Anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's these things of, like, maybe it'll be a Disney Plus show because they've shit-canned so many movies and turned them in. The Boba Fett movie turned into a show. The Obi-Wan yeah. movie turned into a show. I'm glad that Obi-Wan was a show. That was a good show. The the other <laughs> movie they announced was a crossover. Uh, the crossover movie with, like, all the Disney Plus characters in one movie written and directed by Dave Filoni. And my reaction <laughs> was, why is this not a show? Why? yeah oh no thanks. yeah make this into an eight episode show instead of compressed into a two-hour movie that no one's gonna uh, go to theaters and really watch yeah i mean and yeah that that's that's a fun interesting thing to say too because like uh i just what i saw a thing with matt damon doing like i think it was the hot wings thing uh where you eat spicy food and get yeah. interviewed uh and they asked him like a question basically like why don't we make uh these mo- like uh, why are there only blockbusters these days or something like that or like could you or i think they were talking about goodwill hunting and there's like could you make that movie today and he basically said like no you can't because no. uh, you don't make because that movie depended on uh making its money uh i think in the theater or in the dvd sales but the thing is, is i think it was in dvd so like probably to, dvds yeah yeah like that so was a small like, film it won a lot theater. of awards and stuff it, yeah. it is a great movie it's one of my favorites but but we're not yeah, gonna, that was we're, that's a that's a rental movie. Yeah, and and so the thing is, is like he he said like movies like that depend on DVD sales to make their money. Like they go to the theater, they make some money, and that's not a big deal because we know like he said like yeah, we know that we're gonna make the sales later. But now nobody buys DVDs because everyone just streams it, mm-hmm. and so and you just don't make as much money. And so nowadays, if they're gonna make a movie, it has to be a blockbuster or else it's it fails. Yeah. And so Although Goodwill Hunting did make 225 million on a 10 million dollar budget, but sure, but like they I didn't, do understand they didn't what, you're saying, what he is saying. Yeah, well, and the point being too, like they didn't know like that now was going to happen. Make anything. Yeah, and so that just sucks. <laughs> so no, it does. Know. It's it's the thing I think I've talked about on here too, and I've talked oh, yeah, about, talked about is that comedies and dramas they don't make those anymore. Because they, yeah, well, and so then I guess that's the solution that just popped in my head was like, and why I think Disney, especially with the Star Wars franchises, have really found a good thing uh, by making these TV shows is because like it, like that's the reason to get Disney Plus. Like I don't get Disney Plus any for any other reason than I'm like I want to watch Ahsoka. Uh, yeah. Whereas if it was a movie, I'd go. I, yeah, I'd probably go see it in the theater. Which honestly, Ahsoka probably would have been a blockbuster. I hope it would have been, but maybe not. <laughs> Well, I, um, yeah, I, I would I would. Well, in my way is I, I'm not going to get Disney Plus to watch a movie. 
I'm going to no. get Disney Plus to watch Ahsoka, and then I'm going to go to the back catalog of all the movies I didn't want to go to theaters and see, and I'm going to watch those yeah. while. Right. Watching. And and so I think Disney has really found a good thing there with by, by making Marvel shows instead of movies and and Star Wars shows instead of movies. That, it's just more. Right. And like it's yeah. more. It's it's eight episodes. It's eight to nine hours of of content against yeah. two hours. I'm fine so, with it. Some of them don't yeah, work. Yeah. I don't think Secret Invasion worked. It was super slow. But yeah. I personally think Secret Invasion could have been a movie. Secret whereas movie, yeah. uh, I'm happy with stuff like She-Hulk. And yep. even though I didn't like the show, stuff like Loki and yeah. Captain and Falcon and Winter Soldier. I like these things like that. Like I would love certain things being shows mm-hmm. than movies. Yeah. I would like Spider-Man to be a show more than a movie. I would like, yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I, I liked She-Hulk as a show, uh, mm-hmm. but, and then I like the Star Wars stuff as shows more yeah. because it's more lore. It's more building. It's more right. time. I almost and don't know that they need to make movie, like Star Wars movies anymore. I no. really don't think they need to make Star Wars movies anymore. Star Wars is based on, old uh westerns and japanese movies but also flash gordon and st- and yeah. shows old right, serial really. shows and it, it shows i think star wars is so much better as a tv series yeah no for sure it's so much better especially the quality is so good right as long as they can keep that quality up i guess that that's really what makes it worth it which, um, speaking of which you know ahsoka came out this week it did okay i need to start it i wasn't paying attention how was I, that? It, you know, I I really liked it. I didn't love it, but I really did like it. And nice. I'm contemplating on either maybe sitting it out until it's done and binging the whole thing. Sure. Or How many episodes is it going to be? Eight. Eight. Okay. They did two okay. episode premiere this week, and okay. I did really like it. Uh, a character showed up that I I'm not going to lie. I cried. I cried because of a character showing up. Is that um, what you, is this the thing you wanted to talk no, about? No, no, okay. something else. But, uh, <laughs> okay. The character Para showed up from Rebels. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, the green Twi'lek ca- captain of the Ghost. Uh, I I love Hera. Hera mm-hmm. is my favorite character from Rebels, and she's played by an actress that I really enjoy. And so seeing Hera walk in live action just choked me up so much. Yeah. Are uh that makes me wonder too. Like, are they gonna ex- or have they explained? Like where these people were during um, the main trilogy, I guess, like A New Hope and technically they did in the final episode of Rebels. Oh, okay, what was the explanation then? Uh, the uh, Sabine. Well, they talked about how uh, in the final episode of Sabine, it says that Hera and Rex fought. Uh, pretty much the crew they fought during at the Battle of Endor. Oh, okay. Like Hera was part of. The so they're fleet. just rebel. They're just part of the rebellion. Yes. Okay. Yep, they're part of the fleet. Hera and Rex fought. Like Hera fought in during the space battle on the Death Star. Um, mm-hmm. in the Ghost. Uh, Rex fought on Endor. I almost feel like they just need to make that a show. Like it would be interesting. Like, just have yeah, have the perspective of those guys during those movies or like anybody really during those movies. Cause all we know is, uh, from Luke's perspective, really. And that's what the final season of clone wars was. The final season oh. of clone wars, the final arc was Ahsoka's what was going on with Ahsoka during revenge of the Sith. Okay. 
it happens simultaneously. Like the final arc of the oh, show yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. is the Battle of Man of Mandalore, where she's fighting Darth Maul. And right. when that battle ends, they're heading back home and Order 66 kicks off. And the final episodes is Ahsoka trying to uh, survive all of the clone troopers she fought, neck, fought, she fought side by side with yeah. uh, who are trying to kill her. Yeah. So then, like, like what did, does she just go off in just seclusion? Yeah, until, she went into hiding. Until Grogu shows up? No, she went into hiding. No, she's in Rebels. Ahsoka. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ahsoka is in Rebels. She's part of the Rebellion. Okay. Hmm. You just never saw her, but that is explained why you did not see her in the in the movies, other than, you know, she didn't exist until... Right. <laughs> but there, there are explanations of where Ahsoka was and things like that. And okay. Ahsoka, the show, takes place concurrently with season three of The Mandalorian, I just found out. Concurrently is a big word. Do you mean during or after? During. Uh, both, <laughs> I think. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so, like, what? It takes place, like, right after they leave her uh, in that episode of Mandalorian? or Not really. It doesn't, okay. like, pick up with her leaving Luke Skywalker or anything like that. It's okay. a new story. She's trying to find a map to Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, yeah, the I liked the show a lot. I, I just didn't love these episodes. It felt a little slow, but uh, it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, a character gets stabbed in the chest and survives a lightsaber. <laughs> and of I'm course. just kind of going, Qui-Gon is so fucking mad right now. Right. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn is the only person to to be killed by a lightsaber stab. Yeah, I was gonna say, he was just stabbed, wasn't he? <laughs> I can't ever stop thinking. Anytime that happens and a character survives, I now think of the guy on YouTube and Instagram who has Force Ghost. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan yeah. watching the movies. I love that one. Yeah. I love it. I I found his YouTube channel and I literally watched all his videos. Mm-hmm. And the because he deep fakes uh, uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and, and Anakin and the <laughs> Anakin. I love what he does, Anakin, because he's oh, still yeah. he's like a little you know Sith still. The reason why Anakin is acts like he's he's special needs. Yeah. 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 It's it's because uh, in the episode one, because he did an hour long episode one watch and this guy, he does deep fakes of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon watching the prequels. Yeah. But there's also a plot in his episodes that is going on. And oh, OK. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I've only ever seen it, like the reels. OK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's so worth watching his YouTube channel. I didn't realize um, there was like a plot like that. There's, oh, a, there's a series, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. It's so good. Uh, There's this whole thing about how Obi-Wan has Anakin's severed limbs (laughs) uh, from episode three. And Mm Obi-Wan puts Anakin's left arm in a bathtub full of Bacta juice and regenerates Anakin. (laughs) And that's the Anakin that is watching TV with them. And that's why he's kind of dim-witted and stuff like that, because it's not perfect. Okay, okay, that's funny. He essentially makes a clone of Anakin. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. It's so funny. No, it is so good. You have to watch his channel because I will. There are so many great things that happen where like Qui Gon is only up to date with like episode one, and so yeah. he doesn't really understand what the Empire is, right? Or why count? Why everyone thinks Count Dooku is evil? <laughs> 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. so funny. Like there are straight up like uh there's there are some when uh uh like they go into how Anakin like how they refer to Anakin like I think one time uh like Obi-Wan goes, See Anakin, our allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy. And Anakin goes, I agree. You know, back in my left wing days. <laughs> it is so funny. Like Ed and he did he just released last month an entire episode two watch, and they have Force Ghost Padme there. Yeah, I saw I think I've seen something like that. There that is some entertaining stuff. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, they really dig into episode two, which I like the prequels, but it's fun to see people. I like I like making fun of the prequels, but I don't like shitting on the prequels. Yeah, like, make fun of all over and anything. And I think this guy does a very good job um, poking fun, but also not in a super negative way. Yeah, I think. The more I think about it, like the like I think I used to shit on the prequels a lot just because it was popular to do. Um, but the more I think about it too, like they're good, they're good movies. Although I do need to rewatch them because I do not remember the, the last dialogue one. sucks, but the story is fine. I well, think the story is good. And I think the problem with it is just that it it feels so much different. Um, yeah. And if anything, it's just because of technology and like they just they were made better like visually yeah uh, but like they also just like they just had a different feel to them um because they like did. the empire wasn't in control uh this and was during and, a, a prosperous loving time whereas yeah. the empire you have the point of view of the rebels who are literally just like finding shit to hog together everyone's yeah. like everything's pretty in the prequels i'm like it was a prettier time right right um, like and, the sequel, the original trilogy is everyone. They're pie, they're piecing shit together. They're on the run. They're trying to defeat the entire. They're trying like the rebels are fighting the entire galaxy. Yeah, right. Uh, and I think like honestly, having these these TV shows, um, uh, and it's, really like even seeing and watching Andor. Yeah. Um, and but like Mandalorian, Boba Fett, uh, the, the those later things, like getting to see uh how the empire is rebuilding um what what was that and i guess that was probably that was mandalorian yeah because there was there's even that one episode or two few episodes where there's kind of like following the scientist um oh yeah yeah showing that the empire that republic the republic is trying to uh rehabilitate they're trying yeah. to rehabilitate, but the empire rem, rem the remaining empire is literally everywhere because it's yeah. Worked. And, and Ahsoka deals with that too. Yeah, but like I feel like then like that stuff even made the the whatever the next three movies I don't know what that's called. The um, yeah, the sequel trilogy it made those make more sense even and like yeah everyone's it, it, just banking on on trying to fix like everyone's banking on Disney Plus trying to fix what the the debacle that is called the sequel trilogy. Yeah, like and, everyone is just waiting for the Empire to cede more into the First Order. Uh, I get it, but I hate the sequel trilogy so much that I don't, I just don't think it's Disney's, I don't think it's Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett or Ahsoka's responsibility to no. that shit. I agree, but like, I think it just, it makes those movies make more sense. Uh, yeah, they're getting there. They are. But no, I, I see what you're saying as well. Um, but I don't know. It, it, the way I feel about 
the sequel trilogy and depending on Disney Plus to fix it is kind of how a lot of people felt about having more Jar Jar and stuff. Mm. Like, that's kind of my feeling where everyone's like, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't personally want that. I just want good stories. And I just don't yeah. think it's their responsibility to fix the fuck up. That was J.J. Abrams's Star Wars <laughs> trilogy. I know he didn't do the second one. That was Ryan Johnson. But you know what? Last Jedi's good. Last Jedi's good. It did different things. And everyone hated it because it wasn't a fan wank fest. Yeah. It's yeah. a yeah, it's it's two rotten pieces of bread with good meat in the middle. That's what <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's good meat. It's uh, good condiments with moldy bread surrounding it. And I feel like they could have saved it by not killing um uh I can't think of his name. Kylo Ren. Uh, uh well, he was pretty much space Hitler at that point, so I Yeah. I don't know if there was much redemption there. Kind of like not saving Darth Vader. Kind of yeah, had to die. I suppose so. Murdered a lot of people. He did. He did. <laughs> he, he did redeem himself, but he redeemed himself in the spiritual way at the end, which was the right way to do it. I just yeah, that's a good. I, point. Some people have said the same thing. Why they have to kill him? It's like he's space Hitler. Well, he would have had to go off and like be a loner and try to like atone for his sins, and it wouldn't have been that great, I suppose. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, but ah- Ahsoka's really good. Yeah, Ahsoka yeah. It's really good. good. I, I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, like I said, I just haven't decided if I'm going to, uh, if I'm gonna bin- if I'm gonna watch it week by week or if I'm gonna yeah. binge it. But is it is it the same like showrunners as Rebels and stuff? Or yeah, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni oh, right. created Clone Wars with George Lucas, and then he created. Uh, he's the guy who created Ahsoka Tano. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I guess that's uh, what I, I was hoping it would be him. Then yeah. Yes, Dave, and he, he he's written every episode. Uh, he directed the first episode. And Dave Filoni, he is the. Uh, gosh, what is he? He is like pretty much like Kathleen Kennedy is the president of Lucasfilm, but Dave Filoni is like the Kevin Feige of Star Wars. Yeah, he's the executive creative director of Lucasfilm. Oh, he's the guy that's always wearing the uh, Indiana Jones hat. Oh no, that's not even an Indiana Jones hat. That's just a straight up cowboy hat. Yeah, just every picture I've seen of him, he's wearing a cowboy every hat. picture. Yep, and I, I like Dave. I like him a lot. He's, he's from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, that's awesome. <laughs> and he just wears a cowboy hat. Okay. Oh anyway. gosh, what show was he working on before? He was oh, he worked on King of the Hill. Um oh he worked on Avatar. Uh The Last Airbender, not the Blue Cat movie. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, Lucas liked Avatar The Last Airbender, and so he reached out to Dave Filoni to see about eating huh. a Star Wars show. That's awesome. That's I guess what got him there. Uh that's I'm not seeing anything in his uh, stuff about like King of the Hill and stuff. Uh, he was an he was in the animation department and a storyboard uh, artist. Okay, it was okay. his first thing. Uh, if you go to like Wikipedia, his yeah. uh, his first uh, career uh, thing was uh, King of the Hill. Then he did Mission Hill, The Oblongs. Hmm. Wow, The Oblongs. Yeah. Kim Possible. Ooh. Um, Fillmore. He worked with Lilo and the and then oh, he Fillmore. That was such a weird, goofy show. Yep. And <laughs> uh, he talks about how uh, when he was working on, uh, I think it was Kim Possible. Mm-hmm. Um, he got or he no, he was working on Avatar. He uh, the studio he was at got a. They called him 
and this guy, he's a huge Star Wars nerd. He had like 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 my office is covered in Transformers. His office was covered in Star Wars stuff. And yeah, he talks about how when he was working at on uh, Avatar, uh, he got Paige saying, hey, George Lucas is uh, on the phone on hold waiting for you. And he thought yeah. it was a joke. Right. And of so he would. answered the phone and it was George Lucas's assistant offering him a job on an animated Star Wars show. And he wasn't taking the call serious whatsoever. He thought right. it was his co-workers trolling him. Right. As anyone would, because that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then uh, but I think he said, like, uh, the through the conversation, he found out it was legitimate. And he like, like started he, he got really nervous and everything because he was oh, just. Yeah. He was not being like he was just like not taking the call serious at all. That's awesome. I'm glad he got the job. <laughs> I am too. He you know, he's gotten quite a few shows. Like he's behind Clone Wars, all of Clone mm-hmm. Wars, he's behind the Bad Batch. He's 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 keeping Star Wars alive and Yeah, yeah. I you know, and so yeah, he's supposed to get his own movie, which is supposed to be this big crossover with Mandalorian, Ahsoka <laughs> every uh everything and i'm just going cool i'd rather see a show yeah Yeah, i don't that's not i don't know like if anyone's gonna do that well it's probably him but yeah i think yeah he is i'd rather he be using his skills somewhere else but yeah eh, i don't know the only thing that's really keeping me from wanting from not from possibly not binging ahsoka wait until the end is because hayden christensen's in it hmm He's that's gonna nice. be Anakin Skywalker in this show, and that's nice that they're getting him to come back for stuff. He was the second person to be announced for this. Um, yeah. I'm really hoping it's not just Clone Wars flashbacks. Yeah, or just I, live I, acted. I want to see Force Ghost Anakin. That would be cool. Yeah, I really do think I mean, that like it's I canon would... that he exists, but Ghost we've never Ghost. seen him. Yeah. So. I don't know. Also, I would really like to see Freddie Prince Jr. in this as a live action Kanan, uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. I'd love did it. he voice that character? Yes, he did. Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr. is an extremely talented voice actor. That is what he has been doing now for like the last 20 years. I did not know that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I have <laughs> not heard his name since, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. I think the last thing I saw him do was... Uh, was playing Fred in uh, Scooby Doo, and yes. then I, he did uh, voice work as Fred for a little while. But hmm. um, no, Freddie Prince Jr. has a has quite the filmography of um, voice work. Hmm. That's which funny. makes sense considering that you know his wife is Sarah Michelle Gellar, and she is also now a voice actress. I didn't know that they were married. That's yeah. Funny. Oh, yeah, they've been married for twenty years. Uh, 2002, yeah. 21 years, yeah. Um, she's a voice actress in Star Wars as well. She plays uh, an Inquisitor in Rebels. Oh, funny. Yeah. It's great. Like, you watch Rebels, he plays Kanan, the Jedi. I, I've known Freddie French Jr. I mean, I was a teenager when all the movies he was in was coming out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't recognize him. Did not recognize his voice. Didn't know he was playing Kanan. Yeah, I don't know that I would recognize his voice. I couldn't. I can't picture what it is at all. Or yeah. whatever. He's an all-around great guy, and uh, he yeah. did a really great job. I would really like to see him play, like, a Force ghost of Kanan. Like, I think that would be really cool. But, mm. uh, yeah, no, the show is very much... I've always thought it was Rebel Season 5. It's not really, but it is, so it's kind of in the middle. Sure. Yeah. It's a it's a good series. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I just... 
you know, I kind of hope it just kind of is a little uh, fast paced. The villain is really good. The villains are really good in it. I mean, it's Grand Admiral Thrawn. He hasn't shown up yet, but there's sure. two dark Jedi in the show. Oh, nice. Yep. Yep. There's nice. Balin Skull, who is played by Ray Stevenson, who passed away a few months ago. And yeah, he is a survivor that. of Order 66. And he's not a Sith. He is a Jedi. He is a dark Jedi. So I guess what is a dark Jedi then? Like, they just don't care about the rules he's a mercenary okay and he has a he has a padawan he has an apprentice and she even has the padawan braid on the side of her head so it's like no these are jedi so they adhere to like the jedi order but they not even the order i think they just follow the jedi ways but they just they follow the jedi traditions but not the jedi rules so and that's interesting i mean that completely makes sense that they would exist i just never considered it huh I like yeah. it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. They have orange lightsabers. And he even Ooh, says, like, nice. one of his first lines is, we are no Jedi. But no, he, he follows the Jedi teachings and stuff. He has a yeah. Padawan and stuff like that. Like, he talks about Jedi history and things like that. So, But, like, he doesn't have, he doesn't want to take over the universe, I guess, which would be, which would make him a Sith if he did, I suppose. I guess, or something. Like, there are different Force sects and stuff like Although that. Although the Sith so. do kind of have their own, like, rules that they adhere to. Yeah, like like the, the there's only one kind of thing. Oh, which, the rule of two and stuff. Or yeah, yeah, the rule of two, which I guess uh, one of the uh, maybe it was in the comics. There was like a Sith Lord who did not do the rule of two. Um, well, originally, yeah. well, the one that created was Darth Bane, and he's the reason mm-hmm. that they've survived so long. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, you're talking about the Legacy series. Yeah, Legacy. Yep. Years. Yep. Yeah, where he uh, he had the rule of one, even though there were Sith all over the place, but there was only one Sith Lord and Darth Krait. Yeah, I don't remember. Name. I read that book until it got bad. I know what you mean, <laughs> though, yeah. And yeah, he would, like, conjure up the spirits of four yeah. Sith Lords. And, and they, they would, would all, like, yell like, at him. <laughs> they'd all be like, you're nothing. You're you're a pretender yeah. and stuff. You break, you're breaking the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Maybe the guy who wrote that comic, he was super nice. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I, it just, it kind of got, I, I read the whole thing one night, like, in the summer, a couple yeah. of years ago. Like, I just found it online, and I read the whole thing, and I'm like, this really is good. And then about midway through, I'm like, oh, it's falling apart. Yeah, well, the the guy who wrote it was at uh, Midwest Comic Con when it was, like, in the basement mm-hmm. of the, whatever, the event center. And he was, uh, he was just sitting at a table. He didn't bring anything to decorate the table with. He wasn't selling anything. He just was like, he was sitting there like reading a novel and there was like a hanger just sitting on the table. <laughs> Don't know John why. Ostrander? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because uh, my brother liked, liked that comic. And so I, I got the first issue. And so I, went, I, was, I was getting him to sign it. Uh, and I was just like, are you this guy? Because <laughs> I just, because like there's nothing out. I think he had like you know the name tag like the little nameplate that was like supplied by the con, like that was out and that was it. Other than the hanger for some whatever reason, he didn't have anything else. He had nothing out. What Literally, the hell just was he doing there to sign. I don't know, but yeah. uh, it, it was just like I was so confused. He's like, yeah, it's me. So either that was hit, not him, and some dude just signed my brother's comic, or it was him and he just did not care that he was there. <laughs> I don't wow. know. And he was super nice. He seemed a little bitter about the way the comic went, uh, because I think he wanted it to end differently or end at all. I think it got 
it got canceled maybe um yeah it went for 50 issues it lasted yeah. wow 50 issues lasted four years yeah that makes sense and uh it was all it's 120 i'm reading it right now it's 126 years after return of the jedi like mm-hmm. and it follows on what the books were doing at that point where yeah. the empire the republic became the imperial republic where mm. the empire came back but it was good and mm. This is a century later where the Sith came back and they actually usurped the uh, Imperial Republic and took over. So, yeah, and it's, it's all about, about like Luke's uh, great, great, great grandson or something goofy like that. Yeah, it Cade Skywalker, who yeah. is 100 years. So it's probably, yeah, great, great grandchild or great grandson. And uh, he was a Jedi Padawan, but his master was killed or his master, they were defeated by the Sith. And so he went into hiding and became a mercenary. And mm-hmm. He's all about gray Jedi. channeling the light and dark side and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, it wasn't bad. It just got really wonky uh, midway through and revealed mm-hmm. that the the new Emperor is actually a Jedi from the Clone Wars. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, anyway, bit of a tandem. <laughs> but yeah, no, back on, like, yeah. I don't know much else to say. Like, the first two episodes are out of Ahsoka, and I, yeah. I'm i enjoying it, I should say. Yeah, I, I plan on watching them. Um, the, I, I've been excited about those coming out, so that's good. I did um, uh, I did pick up the Babylon 5 movie that came out a couple weeks ago. We didn't record for about a month because I got sick, so I had to cancel. Yeah. I was in pretty bad shape, and the week that I was pretty sick for, I... Uh, I picked up the Babylon 5 movie that I mentioned a few months yeah, ago. I, again, didn't realize it was out. Is that good? I liked it. Good. I liked it. It was pretty good. The voice cast is really good. The uh, the animation's really good. It was a very enjoyable story. Ending, not a big fan of, but <laughs> as a whole, it was enjoyable. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, was that directed or just produced by um, uh, the guy who created... J. Michael Straczynski? Yeah, I can never. He doesn't have an animation background, but um, so he didn't direct it, but he wrote and produced okay. it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I knew he had a lot to do with it. So, like, I, I guess it sounded like it was going the way he wanted it to go. Oh, yeah, he wrote the whole thing, and that's kind of an issue I have where there are some continuity problems with it. And my reaction was... Is, yeah, probably what he wanted. <laughs> what? It's probably how he wanted it to go. I think he forgot some stuff. Oh, that yeah, that's why I feel like there's some continuity guffs in it, and I'm uh, like, I think maybe he should probably have had a co-writer or something, but yeah, he forgot some kind of important characters. So oh, that's too bad. Yeah, but still, it's fun. Yeah, that's good. I did. Uh, I mentioned it to Dexter. Uh, I watched something last night, and I'd, ne- I- I'd heard of it, but I'd never seen it. And I didn't have Disney Plus for the longest time, but I got Disney Plus for Ahsoka again. And I really don't know anything about this movie, but it kept coming up as a suggestion, so I watched it. I watched the Pixar movie Coco. Coco. Is that a bird? What was that? This is is a Pixar movie that came out about five years ago. Uh It's about a about a young boy miguel in mexico and he travels to the afterlife oh yeah day of the dead yeah it came out in 2017 i remember i remember when it came out and i didn't think much of it uh yeah i watched it last night and for most of it i was holding back tears and Mm. then the last 10 minutes i was bawling and i have not thought much of pixar movies since wally and i absolutely loved this movie 
Yeah. Oh, I highly recommend this six-year-old film. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I yeah. I uh, I remember when it came, I thought I remember when it came out. Twenty seventeen. Huh. Yeah, that was quite a while ago. I don't um, follow kids' movies, so yeah, I I saw yeah. it as a couple times as a suggestion over the past few years of Disney Plus. Didn't think anything of it. Didn't know anything about it. I literally went into this completely blind. I. Uh, I was just like, oh, yeah, let's check this out. I don't have anything to watch tonight. And so mm-hmm. I watched it, and I was like, this is really, really good. I mean, all Pixar movies are quote-unquote good. But... They're Yeah, they're always surprisingly better than you expect. Yeah, there are some I'm not a big fan of. I, You know, like I said, nothing has ever beaten Wally for me. I think Wally's probably one of my favorite films of all time, one of my favorite yeah. animated films. I yeah. love Wally to death. Uh and last year we watched Lightyear when that came out, and mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I I watched this last night and I was just kind of just enthralled by it. It's such a good movie. I really recommend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's or that's good. I guess yeah. I, I, I I'm trying to think. Like I, I vaguely remember when it came out and just uh, hearing a lot of really good things about it, but like not knowing anyone who had seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I called Lee yesterday and said, have you seen Coco? I know that's dumb because you watch every Pixar movie and think they're all amazing. But mm-hmm. and he goes, yes, watch that one. It's really good. Hmm. Well, that's good to know. I'm not sure when I'll watch it, but I would I plan on it. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if your kids will enjoy it, but. No, we're still working on them watching movies. Uh, we've expanded it to a couple more <laughs> that they finally will watch. Uh Oh, they came home one day. That kid might be a little scared of skeletons. No, he, uh, he, he, like, he's really weird about being okay with that kind of stuff. Although he gets really creeped out around Halloween with all the direct, the decorations and stuff. But then, like, uh, he started playing Terraria, which, um, is Minecraft-esque, but it's two-dimensional and it's just got a lot more lore. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize, like... Like, like he starts talking about stuff and it's just like, what? That, like, that sounds a little disturbing. Um, but like, there's a skeleton, uh, villain in that. That's like this bloody skull with a couple arms that are huge and they'll fight you. And then there's the eye of Cthulhu, which is just a giant bloody eye that like flies around and shoots laser beams, maybe. Um, and the more he talks about it, the more I'm just like, who let you play this game? Because <laughs> I know it's me and I'm feeling bad about it. Uh, I did not. I should have looked more into this game. I don't know. Like, it just seems really disturbing. Uh, like some of the the monsters and stuff in it. Whereas, because I expected it to be kind of like Minecraft. Yeah, it's like Minecraft, but it looks like Mario. Yeah. And yeah. And just it's kind of adopting um, the Cthulhu lore, I guess mm-hmm. it sounds like. Yeah um which is just i don't know not what i expected uh but he's really into that and it doesn't seem to bother him i guess which is good but it's funny then because uh yeah he just won't watch a movie that's like he he doesn't want to watch robin the robin hood cartoon because that's scary it's just like what (laughs) like that doesn't make any sense at all yeah that's why i was wasn't sure if he might like it because it's set in the afterlife and it deals with dead people and things like that that's why yeah well the that i guess the death aspect of it might bother him because a lot of times uh if you start talking about that stuff too much you remember his grandma dying 
uh, or great grandma. And then uh, he'll often get fixated on our dogs that died uh, a couple years ago. And yeah, so he, I don't know. He's really, I think it just depends on his mood. It's normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it like just if he's super tired, then yeah, he fixates on the the sad parts of of death, I suppose, uh, as anyone would. So, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting, I guess, to see. I'd probably test out like Inside Out. I I've shown him clips from like Inside Out because uh, I just thought he'd think they were funny, and he did. But then he doesn't want to watch the movie. But like he always wants me to find the clips of um like the emotions inside the dad's head, like watching the football game or the, there's like one with like a bus driver where like the emotions are all like yelling. Um, and I, I don't know. They're all like the, the anger one. It's just a bunch of anger emotions inside of the, but like a bus driver's head. But I've yeah. never seen inside out. It, um, it was good. I liked it. It, um, like it was, it's, it was better than I expected. Basically. I don't know. That, I wouldn't say it's the best Pixar movie. Um, it was very sad. Uh, I mean, it's about a little girl who is sad, who's depressed. Um, so yeah, it's about a little girl named Riley. Her family moves to a new town. So she has a new school. Um, and then it's just about how her emotions inside of her body or inside of her head are trying to like, you know, deal with this situation of, I think she might be in junior high. Um, so it's just like a really bad time for a kid to be moving and having to make new friends. Um, and, and there's a lot of like, just things where like the, the, uh, joy and, uh, another emotion or like the main, you know, like sadness or something like that. Um, they're, they kind of end up going off into this weird part of the brain where like they're going through like old memories, trying to like get the girl to like not have a panic attack basically. Um, and so it's, it's very, I don't know. It's it's a very clever way of I guess like looking into how to deal with being depressed um, and and figuring out how to come out of it. And like the moral of the story being, um, like the joy character just is like, no, we just need to be happy. We just need to be happy. And then the sad character is just like, do you remember that time when we lost the or like we were playing a soccer game and we made that kick that was supposed to win the game and we missed. And then and then everyone's just like sad like oh yeah that sucked that we missed and then joy remembers like but then the whole team came over and and like cheer and like you know like picked her up and like they you know she wasn't miserable because she had her friends kind of thing and so it's just like emphasizing that like you know being happy all the time is nice but you kind of need those sad moments to make the happy moments better i guess Mm -hmm. like is basically the moral and then there's a really sad part where so uh oh what is his name i can't remember uh, her her uh riley's so the little girl her invisible friend is like is in like the archive memories and so like they find him at one point and then there's like a really sad part where he kind of has to like sacrifice himself to save them and so like because he goes into like the area of the brain where everything goes to just be forgotten uh and it's really weird and convoluted i suppose like why did that have to happen i don't know like because they invented rules for how emotions work but, i gotcha but i don't know it was it was good i don't know i saw it a long time ago uh when we went to the drive-in uh up over in newton um it's like the closest drive-in theater and it was a double show is when i saw age of ultron so they played Inside Out and then Age of Ultron back to back. 
Oh, that's what it was. Okay, I remember when uh, you said that. And I'm pretty sure that's the only reason I saw Inside Out. I was not planning on it. And I don't know. <laughs> it was fine. It, for being a surprise, it was good. Uh, but yeah, and then Age of Ultron was a disappointment. <laughs> I gotcha. Anyway, um, but yeah, Coco sounds uh, really good. I mean, especially for being a movie that just really didn't seem to make a splash at all. Or like it just it, it doesn't seem to be lasting. Um, it did. It made a billion dollars. It did. Yeah. Well, dang. But like nobody talks about it anymore. What? Like, like nobody talks about it because like I feel well, like well I don't think anyone talks, talks about, about that we know. But that's a good point. I I have the wrong friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I have the right friends because you're talking about it. But uh, yeah, no, it's an interesting point of view. Um. Anyway, anything else? No, I don't have anything. Um, I guess the only thing I can think of, uh, I went to a barber, which I mentioned to you, I guess. Uh, I had an old friend from Iowa City who he's lived in Des Moines for a while now, and he just became, he just got his barber's license, I guess. Um, but I just thought that was funny. I, I don't know I have much else to say about that. It's the first time I've gone to a barber since I lived in Iowa City, so it's been like 10 years or so. And... Uh, I don't know. It was an interesting experience because I usually go to salons or my sister-in-law would cut my hair at a salon. And so like, it was, you know, it's just a bunch of ladies uh, cutting hair together. And so it was kind of funny to be in a place with a bunch of guys cutting hair. Uh, and they're just, I don't know, just the conversations were very different. It was just interesting. Um, and then he shaved the back of my neck, which I was not expecting. Um, which yeah, is just a barber of, thing. Yeah. I, and I, as soon as like he, I felt the hot, or the warm uh, shaving cream that he put on the back of my neck. I was, I was like, oh, yeah, the other barber did this, too. And uh, and he was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is just the thing we do. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so it was just kind of weird. But uh, but no, I don't know. I I, I think it was fine. Uh, I'll probably go back to him to get all my haircuts, I suppose. But it was just interesting. Um, but yeah, I got I don't, nothing to relate to. Unfortunately, I bought a head shaver, so I'm I'm yeah. at that point in life. So <laughs> yeah, I've considered doing that too, but I don't know. I'll probably get there eventually. I wear I just wear hats, so uh, yeah. No, I got a head shaver last week uh, in the mail, and so yeah, every like the, the kind of looks like a little droid, and you just kind of like buzz your head with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the face shaver, but it's actually for your head. Because yeah, no, I'm all the way yeah. down to the skin. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the uh, I mean, if that's your plan on how to cut your hair, that's a good investment, I think. Yeah, uh, uh, that or just get shaved because I've been buzzing my head for for 15 years. Yeah, uh, well, every, and that's gonna make every it just three so to much four easier. months. I shave my head just because it when it gets, starts growing because I've been going bald for uh like like legitimately going bald for i don't know probably a little over five years or so it's just start thinning and thinning and i still have hair on top but it's like i said it's just getting thinner and yeah so i've just become used to just shaving uh buzzing my hair i don't yeah i haven't been to a i haven't been to a uh uh, an actual barber or hairstylist since high school because my dad flipped my hair but Oh, yeah. Did you ever go to the barber in Perry? That's who I went to, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I went to him a handful of times. Yep, and uh, I just, uh, it's now gotten to a point where it's like, yep, it's time to just start straight up shaving your head. Yeah. uh, uh, I am not someone who is upset about baldness. 
Yeah. Uh, it's just what it is. Yeah. And um, I actually was talking to this with a buddy of mine because I think I shaved my head probably about a month or a little over a month ago or so. And I ran into a friend at work and he's going bald, but his hair is probably as long as yours mm-hmm. was. And he said he was asking me. It was it hard to like do that because I still can't do it, man. I know my hair <laughs> looks bad, but I still can't do it. And I was like, dude, all it takes is like it's not even looking in the mirror; it's seeing a photo and just going, yeah. shit. And yeah. that happened to me last November, where uh, it, I hadn't cut my hair for a couple months, and I I kind of sometimes not get lazy, but when it gets cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like November. I took a selfie <laughs> and I saw my hair yeah. and oh, it just showed everything I didn't want to see. And so that night I went home and I buzzed it. And yeah, I think pictures always show it. It looks worse. It pictures, showed the yeah. truth more than. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, because I have that hair like it's not like it's just dis- it's like not receding going all the way to the back. It's just getting patchy thin. Yeah, yeah. And uh, man, it, it you know what? Looking in the mirror, you look at it, you're like, oh, it doesn't look it, it looks all right. And then you see a photo and you're like, shit. Yeah. And, um, Like you see it in reality. And so I just finally was like, you know. I'm really tired of letting it grow because it's just getting thinner and thinner. So I just said, screw it. And I saw some ad on Instagram for uh, a straight up head razor. And I'm not going to trust those. So I went to Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. I went to Amazon and ordered one. And uh, it came in. And now it's just kind of just keeping the routine of every other day. Yeah, yeah. No, there, uh, day, wake up, go through it, check, see if it's smooth, and then head off, and then two days later, do it again and again, just get into the routine. Yeah. I, think, I remember, uh, I always am a little self-conscious, though, of having a buzz head, because I actually got called a Nazi skinhead, like, five years ago. Oh, weird. For shaving my head by a black I mean, person. Oh. And I was just like, all right. I, and <laughs> Lee told me about it. it was someone at work. Lee called me and said someone was saying I was a skinhead. And I was Why like, Why would you oh. do that? I was like, No, I'm going bald. Yeah, like, that's the weirdest I thing. My head. I, I hope I'm not a Nazi skinhead. Someone should probably tell my girlfriend at the time <laughs> black, but yeah, I mean, it might be a little awkward for her. It would have been. Oh, oh yeah, that's a weird comment to make. Cause like bald, I don't know. Bald, there's just so many bald people. I know so many bald people. Or people I know who so shave many their people heads. who do the same thing, where they just yeah. shave it all the way down to the skin, and it's like yeah, yeah, it's either yeah. that or have the Picard crown. No thanks. Right. Yeah. No, I know a guy. I work with a guy who has one of those things that you got. Um, and he he's brought it into like five circles that just fit around your head. Yeah, that's what it looks like. He he brought it in a like when we do um like pictures for work or something. He'll he always wants them to like get it done right before the pictures. Yeah, it's like it's not gonna grow that fast, buddy. But okay, it's not. Uh, but he's like right well, he's, now. I haven't done it since yesterday, and I just have fuzz. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, but I don't know. He just wanted to make sure it looked good, I guess. But so then I got to see it. And it those are nifty little things too, because like it's not the same as like it doesn't have the handle, the same handle. 
like it's like something that you would just kind of like hold like it's like kind of like a, a ball to hold on to maybe kind of yeah, yeah. it's um because it makes it easier to use basically on your it's about you can't the size see. of my phone yeah okay hmm but is it uh interesting i don't know like that's those are nice basically i'll send you a picture of it after sure. the podcast i bet it's what i think yeah i i like it it cost me like 30 bucks and that's it's waterproof and it came with like a shit ton of attachments oh very nice yeah so I don't know. I, I don't mind it. It's pretty cool. I was kind of like, ooh, waterproof. And I'm like, well, that kind of <laughs> makes sense. I don't know. I'm on a waterproof kick right now. I just found out my fucking watch over the past year yeah. and a half is waterproof. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you, you, mess- you messaged me about that when you found out, I guess. And I, because uh, I had just been in uh, Minnesota and I was, uh, my wife was wearing hers in the pool. Uh, I, I still won't do it. Uh, I did. I don't it, care if and... I hit the stupid bu- uh, button. I'm not doing that. It, it, They'll take it, it off for showers and everything. Yeah, no, it was fine, um, but it freaked me out at first because it doesn't work. If you tap it underwater, it won't register your finger. Yeah. Uh, just like how you can't use your thumbprint on your phone if your th- if your finger's wet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so at first I was just like, oh no, oh no, and then I brought it up out of the water and tapped it, and it was fine. Uh, but yeah, no, it was fine. I don't know. It still stressed me out. I checked on it every like every ten minutes um everyone probably thought i was like checking the time or something but i was just like i hope this thing doesn't break yeah because i use uh, mine for exercise for walking and running and yeah, stuff yeah. but i i never realized that there's like a swimming feature and stuff like that yeah, and i've yeah. watched so many videos of like is it really waterproof yeah yeah well i mean your phone is technically waterproof too but oh boy could, mine's not because i've watched videos of people dropping their iphones into like a river and like diving and then diving down to get it and it still works oh like, i can vouch for that dude uh but my sp- my uh my i can't i have to put it on speaker if i don't have my airpods i can't hear oh. shit out of it anymore i've dropped that thing in the toilet so many times <laughs> that's disgusting not even joking well, I, I wouldn't put that up to my phone. ear anyway what I, I just wouldn't put that up to my ear if it's been I, in the toilet. I, well, I left, uh, yeah, usually I have my pods and stuff, but yeah. no, I've, I've literally dropped my phone in the toilet so many times. <laughs> I remember one time I didn't have a lid on a drink in, in my car and it <laughs> slid, and not my old phone, not the one I have now, but this yeah. was a few years ago. My phone slid straight into that 32 ounce cup. That's funny. I was so pissed. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean. Like, it's funny now what are the chances right yeah i hate it when stuff like that happens or it yeah it just lands in just the right spot mm-hmm. um that's well, like uh when we were hiking a couple months ago yeah my wife was taking a picture and then just dropped her phone like right onto a rock landed just, like landed perfectly flat face down and i was just like i knew as soon as it hit the ground like that shattered the screen did it <laughs> yeah it did um i buy yeah. those big industrial cases like those yeah and i destroy them too like yeah, i get yeah, those yeah. cases i still remember because with my job being as physical i always get like the the industrial cases like like what kids the have for oh yeah iphones ipads essentially yeah yeah i get the otter box i get the life proof um, I don't have one of those now because I destroyed my last one, but I still remember, uh, anytime I upgraded my phone, I would trade in and they would give me like $400 in credit. So yeah. I would get like all the, all the whistles and bells for phone. Yeah. And, uh, they gave me a life proof case and they're like, this will last. Oh forever. yeah. Yeah. And I, are, I remember, 
nine months into having that, I was in the phone store paying my bill because for some reason for years, I just paid stuff physically. And I remember talking to one of the reps and going, hey, are the life proof cases like, what does that mean? Their lifetime warranty? Yeah. Yeah. You're never going to need another one. And I (laughs) held mine up in pieces. Yeah. And she just goes, let's get you another one. (laughs) And she walked over. Pulled it off, rang it up, credited it out, and gave me a brand new one. And oh, yeah, nice. within about a year, I destroyed that one too. Yeah, that's nice I, that she did that so quickly, and then you didn't have to like do a bunch of crap. Oh yeah, no, no, because they have a. Oh no, she took it with the bar because it has like a serial number inside. Uh, and all okay. she did was ship it off to get refunded. Mm-hmm. And, but no, I uh, my phone case that I just replaced, that thing was held together with super glue and good intentions. I destroyed <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Like it, like the rubber around it was rot, was just gone. Uh, the frame that goes that encases it. No, that mm-hmm. thing was in six different pieces. I would literally come home one night and I just took my phone out. I laid all the pieces on my table and I just had. Um, my super glue and my accelerator spray. Yeah, yeah. And I just put the fucker back together. Yeah. And then just put it back and then just put my phone back into it. And then I just realized I'm 38 years old. I'm going to order a new case. Yeah, I need, I get just the cheapest thing I can. To Everyone like that does. Just, and that I, wraps around my phone. Well, I'm not that hard on mine, but like, uh, I, I do need a new one though. Cause like I got a clear one. Oh. And, it, and it's like yellowing now and uh, the rubber edge is like falling away from the plastic backing. I freak but, out yeah. don't use phone cases or use iPad cases. I'm just like, yeah. what are you doing? What are yeah. you even thinking? No. My boss, my old boss, Sarah, she yeah. never put a phone case on her work phone. And I just be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And no, I she's like, I don't phone. need it. And then about a month later, she sent me a photo of her on her personal phone of her work phone mm-hmm. just destroyed because she dropped it. Yeah. I used to know a guy that he hated having a case because he's like, I like the way it feels like. And it's like, yeah, but you're going to drop it. It's like, I like the way. It. Yeah. But well, I like the way an I, iPhone feels, but yeah. I also don't like paying extra when I damage it. Yeah, well, and then he when they when the cameras finally got upgraded to the point where like they were sticking out from the phone because yeah. they used to be flat like, on the yeah phone. they used to be really flat. My first phone uh, was flat. Yeah, and so when they started kind of bumping out, that's when he started buying a case because he was just like I like because every time he sat it down, he was like he felt like he was gonna like break the camera lens. Um, so he finally got a case just to kind of keep that from not resting on his table, on his desk, basically. But he got the slimmest one he possibly could. <laughs> but oh. I don't know. I, and I get that. Like, they it, they do. They, it is nicer to not have a case. But at the same time, it's just like, I want it to be somewhat protected. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised I actually haven't broken my screen Oh, same. Mine's got mine's got a mine's got a couple scratches, but it doesn't have any cracks. My first smartphone, I destroyed. I literally destroyed that thing. Uh, I did not ask for insurance, and I did not use a case. And it was like a Droid, which was with a slide out screen, so it didn't have a case. This was 2012, so cases yeah. weren't really that big, except for iPhones. Yeah. And I, oh god, six months. I uh, I scratched the screen. And then I cracked the screen, but it had a keypad, so I just used the keypad. Oh, yeah. And I love then keypads. 
at work. It was on my lap. I sat up and I dropped it face down and I shattered the thing. Yeah. And it was done at that point. I, think, I don't know that I've ever shattered a phone. I had an iPad or iPod touch and I cracked oh. that thing pretty bad because I didn't have a smartphone yet. Like This is like long before smartphone. Um, but and, and I'd broken that one, like the, the, the yeah, the screen. But any phone, I don't think I've ever had broken mine. I've only done that one. I've never broken an iPhone. I always yeah. return. I always trade them in and then I always get the highest back on it. A scratch is yeah. here and there, but I've yeah. never done that. A broken iPad, which yeah. broke my heart, where I got off work on Thanksgiving, took my, uh, was getting changed in my bedroom, threw my belt on the bed, and all of a sudden I heard ting. Yeah. And I instantly knew what that was, and I looked over and I had a big old crack across my uh, <sighs> iPad, and this was, God, when was this? 2014, I think it was, mm. and. I took uh I didn't know what to do about it. I mm-hmm. went to the I went to the Indian guy at the mall with a kiosk and he replaced the screen. Oh yeah. Like Hundred bucks, I think. Yeah. Those places like that don't really exist anymore, it seems like. That guy yeah. doesn't exist anymore, I know that. I mean Apple will do it now. That's the thing. Yeah, well that was the now Apple will so replace broken screens. I don't know how much they charge, but if yeah, if you crack mm-hmm. your screen, they they're not gonna say, Oh, you're done. No, they'll actually replace it. Yeah, it my yeah, because they used to just say, like, oh, you should have bought a case. I'm like, well, that doesn't help me now. No, it doesn't help when I accidentally, like, hit my belt buckle on it. Right. No, my wife, uh, yeah, so she fixed hers from the, the hike fall. I, I I was surprised how cheap it was. Um, one, uh, Best Buy will fix it, too. Uh, oh. and, and, but they, I took it in, and it was funny, because uh, my wife scheduled the appointment, and then I just went in on my lunch break because it was over by where I work. And it was funny because they called the day before to, like, make sure what the appointment was for. So, like, oh, so it's a, it's a, a new screen for this phone. Yes. Okay. Like, see you tomorrow. I'm like, okay. And then I go in that day. And uh, the lady has to go into the back room for, like, ten minutes. And then she comes out and she's like, we don't have the part. Like, well, why didn't you tell me yesterday? We fucking scheduled this. <laughs> like, and, yeah, and so then uh, – my wife took it to the genius bar that uh, I don't know, a couple days later and it was fine. Uh, but it's just like, yeah, like that would have been nice if you had checked yesterday when you called yeah. me. I don't know. I hate Best Buy anymore. Like it's just oh, such yeah. a sad place. Oh, it's depressing and, to go there now. Yeah. I, really I think is. I went in there looking for uh, some sort, I don't know, some sort of adapter for my computer. Uh, and like they didn't have it. They don't have anything. It's like Target. It's on the website. They don't have it. Walmart. Hey, it's on the website. They don't have it. Yeah. Uh, It's like they had like a million things that I didn't need. Oh, yeah. Uh, You want a dishwasher, you can get one. Yeah, that's why it's just just an appliance store now, which is just, I don't know. It's barely electronics. Yeah. I don't know. I went there looking for uh, like uh, for microphone stuff when we started the podcast. I couldn't find shit. Yeah. You got bought everything on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. Anyway, I uh, I was looking at my phone, uh, looking something up, and I realized I I another thing that I did recently was I got the Star Trek Lower Decks uh, phone game. You did. Uh, and it's a dumb little game. I don't recommend it at all. <laughs> uh, but it, I, I don't, don't play phone games. Like I don't have a single game on my phone. That is one thing that with smartphones. 
Uh, I never jumped on the bandwagon with, which was uh, phone games. I I think I played a couple Angry Birds, and I played one game called Stupid Zombies, which was fun. Sure. But for the most part, phone games have never been something that's registered on me. Yeah, I uh, I play Minecraft on my phone just because we bought it for the iPad for my kids. And so I was just like, well... It's under my account, so I'll just download it on my phone then. And so I'll play it on there sometimes. Um, otherwise, I don't know. I played Chrono. I have Chrono Trigger on iOS, so I can play yeah. that on here. And I did like when um, when my daughter was a baby and I and she wouldn't sleep. I would just carry her and play. It was funny. I, I would play with one hand and my nose because I was holding <laughs> her with the other hand, so I couldn't play two handed. Uh, and so I got really good at using my nose for phone games. I, I played on my iPad, but nothing too much. Yeah, I played yeah, PUBG, yeah. I played Fallout uh, Shelter, but just on like iPad, on like a tablet. Never sure, played yeah. anything really on my on my phone. Uh, I feel like if you have a tablet, you might as well play it on there because it's the same. It's the same game on your. Yeah, phone I think I played Minecraft on my first iPad. And <clears throat> yeah, that was t- ten years ago. When oh man. <laughs> It was like it, it, Minecraft had nothing but when skeletons. Minecraft was fun. They had well, they had they had skeletons and zombies and creepers. Yeah, and uh, it didn't have. It was pretty much like a like less than a hundred by hundred uh, area. Yeah, the maps were really limited. Yeah, they weren't they were infinite. super small. Like it only had uh, probably ten percent of what's on Minecraft now and stuff like that. Oh I yeah, there was no end. There were no Endermen. There was nothing. There was yeah. nothing in that game. You could only go, like, I think 50 blocks deep, and that was it. Yeah. Now you can go, like, 200 or something ridiculous. Um, yeah. What was... Uh, oh, the other day my son was talking about... Uh, if there's a, there's a weird glitch. If you go, like, a million blocks in one direction, the like, it... Uh, like, the algorithm that builds the map, like, fluck, like, does something weird, and it'll just start putting, like... Uh, uh, ground blocks up in the sky and like really like really thick really, really like, yeah it's like really weird but you have to go like super far because uh, i thought he was just making it it's like it's like dude that's a mod you saw it on youtube <laughs> if you saw it on youtube it's a mod like just we're not getting it and he's just like no 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 it's not a mod and so then i looked into it and it's like yeah it's an actual like bug i guess that happens if you just go just a ridiculous distance that like you're probably never going to go that far i was gonna say how long would it take it it would take forever because i I i'm I'm always surprised by how long it takes just to go like a thousand blocks or something yeah um still looking for a goddamn water temple on my map really Uh, i've never been able to find one i finally found uh like i just decided to play um a survival game but i turned off the monsters because that just stresses me out oh uh, i do that sometimes and like i I, just, I don't need that in my life so uh and i i don't know I, was, I i always build on the world whatever the just where you spawn the world spawn point mm-hmm. i always built something there and so i was kind of building a castle oh, I and i got i got a bunch of stuff but then i found uh, a village uh like i made my map and i was up in the north whatever northwest corner and so then i just i just wanted to fill the map that you know the map that you get when you start the game because i always start with a map i guess uh and so i was was just like kind of exploring the whole map so i could knew what was there and then right in the middle of it was a village like oh that's are you talking about minecraft yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought when you said I started a new game, I was thinking you were playing a different game. <laughs> no, 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 a new Minecraft game. 
Uh, and yeah, and so I near the village though was kind of a cool cave. So I was like, all right, I'll build a cool, I'll build like my a new base in this cave. And I just, I was kind of, I just wanted to build like a little room off to the side. And it just went down into this giant cavern, like this oh, huge yeah, cavern cave. It was, it was so cool. And then I was just, uh, yeah, I was just like exploring it. And then I found, I think for the first time I've ever found an actual mine shaft in, uh, in a survival game. I found one too, actually, when I fired mine up in a cl- next to a cavern, like a big chasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found one, and it was like you could tell that it was like a new update that caused it because oh. it was like half built and shit like that. Yeah. It was just wood planks everywhere with a little bit of like rails. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it's pretty big. The one that I found, I guess, it's pretty cool um and it's just a huge cave system that i found which is nice and fun to explore i guess um but yeah now i'm trying to go back up to the top and i'm gonna build a big castle or something i don't know um i know i um what was it i uh i i i have the same map that i've had for years now mm -hmm. and so it's always interesting when minecraft updates yeah because then it just like my map goes insane to add these new features in, and that's what hmm. happened i think there with that with that mine that actual like mine shaft area yeah well and it's extending the map down further i suppose too hmm. and you can go high you can build taller things now too yeah but then those phantom things fly around and so it's like what's uh you just go to bed just, you just have to sleep. If you don't sleep for three days, they uh, they they start attacking you. I think oh, they show yeah. up after they show up after like one night of not sleeping, and then they attack you after three. Oh, do they? Yeah. I just know that it rains too much up that high up, so they don't disappear. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's kind of the annoying thing I have is that it's so high up that rain and snow happen, and so those things don't get burned up by the sun oh. because they're wet. Interesting. One, uh, I remember that one uh, game you showed me. You like built a giant tower and like things that's kept spawning yep. in it. Yeah, that's okay. The thing, yep. That's funny. Yeah, they spawn near that stuff. I think they're attracted to obsidian. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. They might be. I'm not sure. There's a game that I always love playing, but I don't have Xbox Live, and you have to have Xbox Live to play it. And I'm about mm-hmm. ready to pay ten bucks so I can play it for a month. But I just, I'm such what a game? cheap bastard. Seven Did I days to, to get... die. Oh, oh yeah, I've never played that. It was a good. You might be able to get the uh, like the whatever the cheap rate, like the entry rate again, because they oh, were offering that to that me recently. Year, beginning of the year, so I'm not quite. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah every time I hit that year long one dollar thing, I I take up yeah. on it and uh, <laughs> I play for a month. But I already did that because I came up with a real. It's a zom- It's a realistic Minecraft looking game with zombies. And when oh, okay. you said you shut stuff off, oh, I shut the zombies off when I'm building fun- fortresses because I don't want those things bugging me. Like yeah. as much as I like playing, as much as like my favorite games are like zombie games, and I shoot them all the time. Those games, they're too realistic. They're too scary. Yeah. Well, and like partly, like I don't want to have to like like if I don't have a bed yet, because like I could have yeah. found some sheep. Like I don't want to yeah. sit in a hole for ten minutes waiting for the sun to come back up. Like that's just oh. annoying. Oh, I did that so many times playing Minecraft and survival. When I can't find a fucking sheep, I dig four down and put a piece of fucking dirt above me so i'm left alone yeah and you just have to like wait for 10 minutes or something isn't just like censoring me and just hanging out above me yeah that's yeah uh yeah there's one time i think i i was just exploring too far and i couldn't get back home in time and so i was just like dug a hole okay i'm a bitch though with minecraft you know what i do Mm. 
I start a new world. Oh, yeah, I yeah, hit, I knew. Yeah, I hit save, and then I copy it, and then I go into creative, and I find the fortress yep. with the end portal. I go there, I write down the coordinates, I delete that one, and then I go back into survival, and I use my coordinates, and I go to that fortress. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. And I idea. build there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's not a bad idea. I, I, I actually, the first time I ever found a fortress, it was completely on accident. I, like, I didn't even know what it was. I was like, oh, I this did, is cool. Yeah, I did too. I found one by random, thankfully, where I was settled and stuff like that. Mm, and mm-hmm. there is satisfaction of finding it randomly, but... Yeah, I mean, it's never going to happen again. <laughs> no, it's just a bitch, because you just have to go into creative, and then you just have to yeah. use ender eyes to try and track one down, and those things break all the can, time. You can, um... Uh, there's a command you can do in... in I don't even know if you have to be in creative mode for it, um, but you, basically you, it tells you the coordinates of the closest whatever. Oh, does it? Yeah, you, uh, I don't remember what the command is, but like because uh, you're it looking. For console? Uh, I did it on my phone. Oh. Um, but yeah, I would imagine on console you just kind of go into the where you can type in commands. Uh, I don't think you can type in commands on consoles. Really? Hmm. I don't think so. Um, I'll look this up really quick. If you can, I've never looked up and how to do it, but it just seems a weird that you can go into the the behind the scenes on a console for a game. Yeah, no, I I I would imagine you could because it's the same edition. The console plays the same as iOS. Oh, it's it's all cross platform, but yeah, because of controller versus, I kind of wonder. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I. I guess I, I just assume it would pop up with a keyboard. Um, I don't know. I'm not finding the answer real quick right now, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. We can look at it up later, but um, I don't know. It's, I don't know if like you would lose your achievements, I suppose, if you did it in survival. Oh, if you do, in, well, I know in creative, you don't get achievements. Yeah. There's no, yeah, there's none in, in creative. Uh, and so then you'd lose it if you turned it into turn creative on and then turn survival back on. I think you don't get any achievements still, even though you yeah. turn back into survival. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. Yeah, I feel like if you don't save, that's the thing. If you have yeah, yeah. save on, then you're good. Yeah. But if you have auto save, yeah, it immediately destroys it. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any game. I've not played any new game or whatever new or old games. I'll get the Mario games that come out this fall. That'll be about it. What are those? I didn't know there's new Mario. Uh, they're redoing Mario 64. Oh, interesting. Yep, they're doing redoing Mario 64. Uh, like it's not just a port; it's it's kind of like the Link Between Worlds game. They're redoing it, oh, and nice. then Mario Wonder is the new side scroller. Oh, oh, and it's and it's gonna be a side scroller. Yeah, it kind of. I, I think it looks cool, but it does look like a Flash game. Oh, that's too bad, but expected. <laughs> yeah, it's um. Like I do think it looks good, but yeah, the the art design of it does look like a flash game. Oh, yeah, I mean it looks kind of like uh, Mario we, uh U or whatever. Uh I think it even looks more different than uh that. Uh, but just like shiny in 3D but being a side scroller. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, my son will like it. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll enjoy it. It looks fun. Oh, can you turn into an elephant now? Yes. Huh. It's one of the last animals that Mario is not a furry for. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it it looks like the way Mario is going. It, like it makes sense that they're doing that. The graphics look like this to me. Um, but yeah, um, my son though he just bought or he just, he bought it a while ago or we bought it because it was on sale. But the Mario U, what is it called? The Wii? Uh, Mario Deluxe U. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Yeah, and I asked you uh, what Na- or something about Nabbit or what Nabbit. his name was. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, uh, my son's loving that game, and he keeps playing as Nabbit because like when it gets too hard. That's fine. I'm 30 years older than your son, and I do the same thing. Uh, no, it's. With him. It's just a little game. I was, uh, it's funny how poorly received the Wii was, or not the Wii. Yeah, the, the Wii, Wii U. Was. Yeah, and it's just like whenever I played a game from the Wii U, it's great. I don't know what the problem was. Uh, um, bad marketing. It was a new console. Yeah, but it was called Wii U, and people thought it was an up. Thought people thought it was a uh, uh, an attachment or a port, and but it was a new console. Yeah, it was and, a new console. Yeah, it just <laughs> flopped due to marketing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, it seemed like a, it seemed like it was a decent machine. Um, eh, whatever. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, I feel like, uh, we're running an hour and a half. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, no, I'm pretty sad. It is getting a little okay. warm in here, even though, the, <laughs> even though the sun isn't killing us today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. We can wrap this up. Um, okay. So yeah, I guess if you're if you're still listening, head over to recordinglifepodcast.com, click links, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess I can edit this out later if we decide not to say it. Uh, but uh, I think uh, as far as scheduling goes, we're not going to be having quite the consistent schedule. Um, but we'll probably only record when we have like a, a serious topic to talk about, or just if we feel like it. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't expect it to be like huge gaps in between episodes, though. Yeah, um, yeah, we might, you know, we might not be back in a couple of weeks, or we might be. It just kind of depends <laughs> on how we're feeling. But yeah, we're gonna go on a an irregular hiatus. Dexter and I have talked about it a little bit, and yeah. we love doing this and everything. But as we're getting older and stuff, you know, scheduling other other stuff. You know, I'm working on a lot of things right now, mm-hmm. and we love doing this. It's not like we're burned out or tired of it or anything but you know we we started this during covid we've had a wonderful time and everything but uh you know sometimes we kind of just mostly shoot the shit if we don't have stuff to talk about which is fun it's just us talking while recording it but yeah you know uh we just kind of don't need or want to break but we're just gonna kind of play it by ear really and yeah. you know when we have stuff to talk about we will and if we don't then we won't but it's not the end or anything like that it's yeah. just gonna be you know this is a hobby this isn't we're not we're not like the other people who are like a business or anything like that yeah. it's just us wanting to do it because we like podcasts and have fun doing it yeah. but yeah you know we're just gonna record recording live is going to be around it's just we're going to play it by ear yeah yeah so uh and no and we certainly appreciate everyone that that listens uh and it's always no one ever messages me it seems like everyone always like sends matt texts i I get feedback from workers and some friends and stuff like that that know it it. 
and it is always nice to hear uh, what people have to say uh, to Matt about that and and stuff like that. So, I yeah. uh, I, I I appreciate everyone that listens, uh, and and that's I, that's one of the reasons to keep going for sure. Um, but also just it, it is fun to talk about uh, the things yeah that we have to talk about. Um, but I don't know, like for for me, it, it is kind of getting hard to schedule uh, or to. Yeah, just life is getting crazy now that COVID is apparently not a thing anymore. The thing, your uh, kids are getting older, and now they're both in school. And and that, yeah, like just they're they're having more activities now, uh, and it's just it's yeah, life is just getting more hectic for sure. Yeah, so. and and we do this on like a Saturday night at eight o'clock. Yeah, because it's the only time I have for sure. Yeah, and even then, <laughs> it is taking time away from. Yeah things and stuff like that yeah so, well you know this, this whole summer was hard to schedule because i was traveling so much yeah. and, and stuff like that so yeah anyway uh i i hope everyone understands and uh and yeah we appreciate you listening for sure and, oh, and we'll be totally. back it just won't be the schedule will just be a little wonky and i hope it i hope everyone's fine with that yeah uh, yeah you're not, you just you know you need to start giving us money so that's a full-time yeah. job and start chiming in really like yeah go to our socials and say so you know me i'm mean, not saying that you know i'm gonna say hey if you all start talking yeah we'll be doing it more <laughs> regularly but it would be appreciated to hear yeah. feedback it, and stuff like that yeah. it would really be and hear people say they like it and things but yeah but for we, now if, we're getting older and we have stuff going on yeah <laughs> And we kind of want to spend time together, not just recording. <laughs> oh, shit. Then we'll have to, I suppose. So that's. Um, yeah, I just wanted to. It's not weird to me to not say something and just have the next episode be like. Um. But yeah, anyway, we can uh, wrap up and uh, thanks uh listening. And I lost me or I lost Matt. Um hello. Hello. It's typing. Okay. Well, we can end it here. <laughs> Bye.